Hello, and welcome to Regenerative Reform, the podcast that's intended to explore our place in nature's kingdom and discover new ways to connect to self, surroundings, and society. I'm your host, Jeremy Tackett. is is anyway as you may or may not have picked up by now this whole thing has been a luxurious egoic challenge and I continue to struggle down right to right down to this moment but the ego is not this episode. So, with that being said, try to eloquently, eloquently, and uh, gracefully (laughs) try to articulate what's on my mind today and um, what we can bring up for ourselves in this episode. For more than a year now, I've been able to continue to let my values and perspectives settle in, be confirmed and affirmed uh, for me, for my individuality, and help that form uh, my intention my will and desire and my contribution to the whole, to the entire organism. Um, to all life on this planet and, uh, you know, beyond. So many trying things have happened to our society to our culture, to the, to, to the world, for more than a year now. And whether it's the pandemic and the response to COVID, or the abuse of authority, the hate, against (laughs) what is it people from other backgrounds I'm told it's about race and other colors 
maybe some racists are racists. Maybe, maybe what everybody thinks is racism is racism. Possibly it's connected to other emotions and insecurities, vacancies that are also connected to the individual and our society. But I do believe that hate is real. Just as much as greed and power and um, narcissistic behavior. <laughs> all, all faces of humanity, all choices seem to be alive and well. But with all of these situations, I've always thought to myself, if we were closer to nature, I'll call it reality, right? If we were in touch with reality, maybe our responses would be different. But as I continue to understand and take in these options, unlike say the, the, the TV shows or movies that I can watch, there's a fascination with all these like survivor shows. There's a fascination for returning to the earth. So many people know what feels good for like the long term. They know what feels good for their head, heart and hands, for their whole being. They know what feels good for their mental and emotional well-being. walking in the woods, gardening, going fishing, kayaking, climbing, harvesting, foraging, transplanting, being a rock hound and sniffing out those, those uh, different sort of mineral offerings, mineral uses. ore deposits and metallurgy. And even with all of those things, we can take a, a modern approach. We can take a, a removed and synthesized and control approach to all of those things. But I submit that if we take a, a maybe a, a raw approach to nature and reality sometimes, Maybe if we see how comfortable we can get with being uncomfortable, we'll find things about ourselves that will help us in the now, later, and the forever, as an individual and as a collective. We have an opportunity to grow perspective 
with the pandemic response, I do think that there was room, room to be encouraging more outdoor activities, more sunshine, more gardening, and more um, living diet, you know? A lot of folks were buying supplements and vitamins. I don't know how many people were eating more citrus fruits, eating more beans, incorporating things that would give them the, the vitamin C and the zinc. Got this image of the um, abuse of power, racism, any man kneeling on another man's or another human's throat or neck is ah, savage, savage uh, choices. I think of what we as, uh, specifically, grown men, and what kind of expectations we assume, what we put on each other, what we put on ourselves, and what, what it would mean to have a coming-of-age ceremony, what it would mean from nine to 12, really getting into our bodies and exploring rigorous physical exercise and and personal discipline. I don't remember the exact uh, grades and years I did, you know, Cub Scouts or, you know, Boy Scouts or karate. Gosh, I can only imagine those sort of activities coupled with more forest time, hiking in the mountains, getting closer to the to the wild things, the lizards, the snakes, the deer, the birds, the smell of like the 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 conifers, what is the, the aerosols? Does the aerosols fill the air with all these different chemicals from the trees? Those smells and that that those feelings of sensory overload. Those feelings of whether practicing a technique or uh, archery or building or maintaining a trail, doing something with a unit, increasing your value of self, understanding hard work.
I look at these images on the news of uh, abuse, violence, you know, murder. I think about not only how soft we allow ourselves to become while relying heavily on technology and our own interference. But also what comes with that softness is the, the suppression. The suppression that there's part of us that we're, we're part of those wild things. Those animals out there. And gosh darn it, if we don't appear to be more savage in our controlled society than an animal who's after a meal, who's just gonna eat you from the bottom up or through the throat for the purpose of continuing life. I think about violence in nature and that's as most savage as I can get. It's just one thing's eating another thing. But that's not coupled, that violence <laughs> or that, that uh, aggressive behavior, that's not connected to any uh, emotional insecurity. I think there are a few examples where there's some, some animals uh, either killing uh, in excessive ways where they're not proven to eat it. These gestures do exist in nature. There's always outliers. I don't want to be mistaken to be speaking in extremes. But it seems like if we were to take a step back, right? And look at how often that kind of savage brutality happens in nature. without an intention of eating or defense. I think it's few and far between. One of these episodes, we'll talk to a wildlife biologist who's a specialist for some wild, feral creature, and maybe they'll school me. Either way, they'll school me. That conversation happens. I know too little in all departments. But getting back to this opportunity to, to have these coming of age ceremonies, these opportunities where we're closer to nature, closer to just the raw reality of existence. Something that came up for me during that Texas freeze was like a month and a half ago or so. was the dangers of relying too heavily on technology. And we speak in extremes like, golly gee, you know, if you're, if you're storing a, a cord of wood in South Texas and uh, you got a, a vault or a basement full of food, then you're, you're a 
ridiculous prepper. We live in a society where survivalists, people in touch with reality and in nature, and who know how to work with it, know where to find the tools and the medicine and the resources that are abundant all around us. Where those people are the crackpots. And even now, more than a year after a pandemic response to where we shut down and retreat and rely heavily on shipments and containers and deliveries, it is so easy to fall back, to fall back into a routine where we can leave our controlled temperature setting home, go into our garage, open up the door, get out of our car and not even know that it's 25 degrees outside until we get to work. We have been ripped from our reality. And I dare say we, we don't need a virtual reality. Although there will be more levels. But I say the construct has already been here. We were born into it. It is right in front of our eyes. And I appreciate it. I appreciate society. But whew, would it serve us to take a moment and ask ourselves, is this the direction in all directions that we wish to continue? And why, why do we want to pivot or why should we pivot? And what sort of virtual signaling narrative do we want to reduce emissions or care for the earth? How do we want to talk about the climate? How do we want to talk about our, our reality? How do we want to talk about nature and our nature? It seems to be in competition. I reckon we need to meet ourselves where we are. We need to toss contempt and hate out the window. Meet ourselves where we are. A reckoning. We need to orient ourselves. Possibly put forth a path for all people in some way, shape, or form to increase their connection to nature. 
to have a more holistic understanding of our reality. Have a better understanding of what we can control. We have an opportunity to form something beautiful in this lifetime and forever after. We have these opportunities to imagine a society that does not compete with nature but complements it, that works in harmony with it. We have an opportunity to ask ourselves how do we want to move forward with technology? How do we want to move forward in returning to the land? I believe that we are experiencing largely uh, a mental and emotional disconnect to our surroundings, to our living diet. And not only has this compromised us in a, our physical awareness, in our physical ability as well, but I think it's taken tolls in ways that we, we can rarely connect to our retreat from nature, to our retreat from reality. There is a lot of pain in people's hearts right now. Pain, fear, anxiety. So many people for so long have felt that society just doesn't understand and that there is no place for them. I believe wholeheartedly that the food insecurity, the gray and fracked land, the instability of our climate. The lack of carbon in our soil. The unemployment status. The homelessness numbers. I believe that all of these things are the answers, not the problems. I believe that we as a whole and we as individuals will have an opportunity in the coming years to regenerate reality, to reform reality as we know it.
and not overindulge with technology, not being afraid of the next digital revolution, but to constantly supply a conduit and a connection to nature. The great battery, the great sustainer. We have these seemingly magical forces all around us. Forces from the cosmos, forces in, in movement, in, in, in the air circulating, forces going around in cycles in the form of water helping grow things, helping sustain us, forming these clouds in the sky and letting it fall back down. Nature has an opportunity to reform, to regenerate our connection with ourselves on a micro and a macro level. This work has an opportunity to feed ourselves, to, to supply sustenance, not just for the stomach and all physical systems, but for our spirit. And again, not just the spirit of the individual, but the spirit of the whole, the spirit of all humanity, the spirit of eight billion. We have an opportunity in these hard times to look within and to activate what we were born with. Our connections to self, surroundings, and society. <laughs>